Redistricting is how congressional and state legislative boundaries are drawn. 538 said in the state of Indiana, there are no competitive districts. This means there isn't a single district in Indiana where both parties have a one in six chance of winning a congressional election. Indiana's nine congressional boundaries and 150 state legislators are elected on political lines through geographical regions called districts. The state of Indiana currently holds a strong Republican majority in the Indiana General Assembly. The state legislator draws the lines for state legislative districts and for Congress. However, districts redrawn after the 2020 U.S. Census face another decade of unequal representation. Linda Hansen, co-president of the League of Women Voters of Indiana, said redistricting laws are a problem. Despite the fact that our state constitution says all power resides with the people, in fact it does not. It has to go through the legislature. They decide what can be put out there for issues. We don't have, right now, any way to even see what's happening on the maps. It's done behind closed doors, uh, so there's no transparency. Monroe County lies in the 61st district of the state legislature. Our state legislator is Representative Matt Pierce, who is a Democrat. As for the state Senate, State Senator Mark Stoops, a Democrat of District 40, represents the district that holds Monroe County. Mark Stoops co-authored Senate Bill 293, which calls for a transparent push for redistricting laws in Indiana. The bill was given a first reading two weeks ago. It was then referred to the Senate Committee on Elections. Last year, the Indiana Senate passed Senate Bill 1005, which was supposedly meant to set standards for lawmakers to redraw districts. Critics of the law, such as Common Cause and the League of Women Voters, say partisan lawmakers are still redrawing the districts. They argue districts should be redrawn by a bipartisan, independent commission. Linda Hansen remains hopeful of the transparency bill, but she sees other states where an independent commission redraws district maps. She wonders why Indiana is so far behind. The League of Women Voters has something called a Fair Maps campaign, which is designed to help different states with different conflicts, different methods for instituting an open process. It's not happening in Indiana because we've got that requirement that we have to have the legislature do everything. And the legislature doesn't want to give up any power for that. People often confuse redistricting and gerrymandering. The difference lies in that redistricting is simply the redrawing of congressional districts. Meanwhile, gerrymandering means redrawn districts are done to benefit a political party or incumbent. Tommy Allison is a chairman on the redistricting committee for the League of Women Voters in Monroe County. She explained how gerrymandering works. First of all, how gerrymandering is done is that you pack a whole bunch of your opponent party or your opposite party into a few safe districts and then you spread your voters into all the other districts so that the opposition party will win big in those safe districts and that you have the other districts where you will can win a smaller amount, but you win many, many more districts. Tommy Allison explained the tried and true mission statement of the League of Women Voters in Monroe County, which said they advocate for empowering voters while defending democracy. In her area of focus, more specifically, it is to replace gerrymandering with a more transparent process of redrawing legislative districts. 
The position is that to take it out of partisan hands, it is to have a, a fair redistricting. And uh, as a matter of fact, the Senator Ruckel's House bill uh, that just has not been allowed to have a hearing this this time was to have a transparent and public participation in the redistricting that will be take place in uh, 2021. Allison said the League of Women Voters pushes for educating the public on redistricting laws. She said current redistricting leads to unfair representation before primary elections even begin. So we've tried to inform people that this is not fair redistricting, it's not fair to the voter, not fair to both parties because it really does, does mean that elections are over in the primary and, you, and so you get extremes in both party. She said regardless of party affiliation, there is an inherent bias in elected officials drawing district maps. This is partly why the League of Women Voters want an independent commission. It always winds up that the legislature is the one that votes on it, but to have the participation in the actual drawing so that people have a neutral party so that you're not tempted to have it to be partisan no matter which party it is. Her husband, Jim Allison, serves on the League of Women Voters Committee on Redistricting with his wife. He specializes in analytics. He said after looking at the numbers, he noticed a little more than half of the population elected three-quarters of elected officials in the Hoosier state. He explained further. 65% of the voters elected 78% of the House of Representatives. That means they sent seven out of nine representatives to the House. And you got similar results if you look at the elections for the State House. Same kind of disproportionality for the uh, State Senate, the 25 races for the State Senate and a similar kind of disproportionality for the 100 races for the House of Representatives in the State House. Jim Allison questioned the constitutionality of the disproportionately represented districts in Indiana. The Supreme Court has declared the constitutionality many times of one person, one vote. And one person, one vote means proportional representation. So these disproportionalities you're looking at, they, they, they conflict with the federal constitution and many state constitutions also talk about free and equal elections, which also means like one person, one vote and proportional representation. Trying to educate the public about all these issues and how it happens and, and what's wrong with it constitutionally and how we should change it and how we can't change it. Tommy Allison said democracy cannot function without proportional representation. It means your individual vote matters less in a gerrymandered district. In turn, people are discouraged from voting. If you care about any issue, any issue at all, and you feel that in a representative government that your vote counts and you're voting on issues, and then you want the, the legislature to be proportional so that if there are a certain number of voters that want a yes vote on an issue, they are represented, not shut out. It's basic to a democracy that you have a proportional representation in your democracy. And the gerrymandering, just absolutely the whole purpose of gerrymandering is to make it non-representational. This Sunday at 3 p.m., the local League of Women Voters chapter will hold an event in the auditorium at the Monroe County Library to educate the public on redistricting. For WFHB, I'm Cade Young.